Hello, and welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast with an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And this is episode four, is it now? Of our, I mean, it's getting so high up that, you know, I can't keep track. I... <laughs> Wait, is it episode? It's actually three. I was going to say, oh I think God, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oops. See, I've already, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> That's okay. I felt, well, te- it's sort of episode four because we did the trailer that had no number. So it's kind of like episode four. Let's just pretend that that's correct. You know what? <laughs> um, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Okay, cool. You are right, though. It is, um, is kind of like episode four since we yeah, did Yeah, sort of, sort of. All right, good, good. I feel better. I feel better. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the fourth uh, week in a so, row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. As always, Elle, how are you doing? How was your week? Um, I'm doing good. Work has been absolutely insane, but that's no. okay. Um, how are you, Anna? Well, I had, as you already know, uh, I had a brush with delightful stomach flu that was brought home by my child there. You know, schools are petri dishes. <laughs> it's just the worst. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> ever, ever since they went to like masks optional, it's like the floodgates have opened. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Every, every <laughs> um, cold, other sickness, I imagine, is just like. Yeah. Yeah. Headed. Yeah. If only there was a vaccine for this thing, like I would take it. Believe me, because. <laughs> It was really bad. I had to go to the emergency oh. room. I had to get an IV. It was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Okay, but let's not dwell on that because <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, even though it's an off week. We do have a lot you know, to talk so about. So to speak, because there's a lot going on. And uh, we'll just start with a little bit of housekeeping, uh, which is all super cheerful and happy. Yay. Yay. Yeah, like we got this nice shout out on Reddit for example, which was super cool. Yes, thank you to that Redditor. I don't know what the point of the subreddit is. It's called Sports Question Mark. So, okay. Is so that... sports, sports. Oh, yeah. So you know what this is about. Yeah. So Sports Question Marks with sports, you know, like uh, sports. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was a podcast on ESPN um, and it was hosted by Katie Nolan, who is ah. a sports personality. Commentator. Commentator. Thank you. That's a better, much better term. Um, She (laughs) was on Fox Sports. She had a show called Garbage Time that was uh, kind of like a late night comedy sports type show. It was really good. That sounds fun. It was really good. It was on Fox Sports until... I want to say 2017 or so, and then it was canceled, unfortunately. Oh. And she didn't really do anything with Fox Sports after that, and then eventually she went to ESPN and had a show on ESPN that was very similar to Garbage Time. It wasn't exactly the same, but it was a similar of a similar oh, vein. Okay. And I cannot remember what that was oh, called now, okay. but it was also very good. Okay. Now I get it. Now I understand that this whole subreddit is devote was devoted to like this was um you know people that were fans of this podcast. Yes. And so then she also had this podcast yeah. called Sports. And basically the whole her okay. whole thing is that it's very irreverent, it's funny, it's mm-hmm. sports, but also a you know, a dash of <laughs> right. Real Housewives type yeah. stuff like yeah. you were talking about last week. Yeah, I think that that's what prompted probably someone to to post in the subreddit about us which is super sweet yeah that's right it was it was it's yeah yeah and then she sent us this really funny article yes she's the one who who mentioned Um, it to us yes but we don't know who the poster was so but thank you to the original no i mean and i i really appreciate it even though it's like you know not some huge subreddit or whatever she's had 82 thank you yeah 
Thank you, Cheesehead82, whoever you are. And because I thought it was really sweet. They started saying that they just started listening to us and it's kind of in the style of sports. <laughs> is, that how you're, is that how you're supposed to say it, I guess? And I was like, yeah, that's that's us, I think. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool that they liked kind of our concept and format or lack thereof. Yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, really appreciate that. I had posted on Twitter that I was very flattered because I've been a big fan of Katie Nolan. I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, oh, good. She knows who they're talking about. So then I felt like I was happy it was even more meaningful to you. Yes. I was <laughs> it like, was oh, meaningful so to me, too. Honored but. to even be, you know, mentioned in the same sentence as her because I think she's fantastic. Aww. So, yeah, Group hugs you. all around. Group hugs. <laughs> yeah, really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, and then Melissa, who's the listener who told us about it being mentioned in that subreddit, she sent us this really funny article, which I had not seen before. Yeah, um, I hadn't. I I hadn't read it either. And I did actually read it and it was really good. And it was was, um, basically, I mean, this, yeah, it was, it was, it talked about how, you know, I assume was written around the time that because season four of Drive to Survive had come out, obviously. And so they, it was a piece talking about how Drive to Survive is actually just real housewives, but like with race Yeah, it's like real housewives of Monaco, (laughs) basically. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, but really it was like in, in the, I mean, Vulture definitely often does very good stuff. And so this Mm -hmm. was a very good piece. It's not just, you know, you might think it's just some just like silly, like uh, cheeky. Yeah. Fluff. But it's, but it's actually very good because it does actually make like really, really, really good points as to why they're similar. Yeah. And, and why both of these franchises work yeah even though like you would think they're different but really they're not i mean they're like it's it makes a very good point and many very good points like i said i'll put a link for you guys as always in the show notes i hope somebody's actually clicking on those links sometimes in the show notes please tell us if you think they're completely worthless because then i won't do them (laughs) yes yes please do let us know like send us uh, a tweet or an email you can tweet us at racing underscore incident and of course our email is racing incident pod at gmail.com um let us know if uh those are of no use to you and you don't care to look at the things we talk about and or conversely if you find that really helpful and are glad that we do that for you guys then let us know either way you know we want to um we don't want to waste our time doing something we don't want to do but if it's something you you like then we want to keep doing it um so yeah this article i just i thought it was so smart you know talking about how that it's all about the, you know, it's all about these personalities and it's all about the small group of people that that have, you know, and it compared it so well to Real Housewives. So anyone who's watched both Drive to Survive and Real Housewives, which I think is probably a lot of people, honestly. <laughs> like, I think she mentioned this in the article that these two groups are both groups of people that are just so out of touch with reality. Yes, that was a very excellent comparison. Yeah. Like, just how often do we just you know scream into our pillows about how people in f1 are just you know oblivious to any kind of reality like some of the things that were said after saudi arabia or during it you know where toto was like this is normal for there to be bombings here or whatever yeah. and stuff other people have said you know that are just really tone deaf and yeah i mean you you cannot as much as i think toto's great and you know i he seems like a man of his word and stuff which we'll talk about later he is still also, his net worth is still like 700 million euro. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. That is not the same reality as me. No, no. <laughs> like, or, 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 or like most people in right. the world. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a very it's a very different reality. And it's like you know maybe he's overall uh, uh, a nice rich person, but he's still a extremely 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 rich person. It's hard to maintain perspective. I think yeah. probably for you know I think you have to probably like try very hard if you want to you know if you if you want to be able to still understand what regular people are going through when you're like flying around on private jets and stuff like that. So. Right. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so that was a really funny piece, and thank you, uh, Melissa. Is it Melissa? Melissa, yeah. yeah. I just, Melissa, I yeah, also thank you for sending it to have us. to throw a shout out to her because she's a professor at my alma mater, the University of Illinois. <gasps> oh, cool! Yeah. ILL. What is she? Uh, but she didn't teach something you took. No, right? I. If I I'm looking at her profile, she is a professor in the information school, the iSchool. So the, the iSchool oh, okay. is master's only programs oh, okay. uh, for information, gotcha. library yeah. science, et cetera. Yeah, but shout out to Melissa. Shout thank to you. Melissa. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for sending us this funny article. Feel free to send us any yes, other please. funny or interesting things you find oh, yeah. that you think um, we should take a look at. Yeah, so if there's anything um, that you find because, funny yeah. and you want us to talk about it, yeah. go ahead. Let us know. And that goes for all you guys, anyone listening. If uh, there's something that you think we should be looking at, let us know. Uh, we try to keep a close eye on things, but obviously yeah. we may miss something. Oh, yeah. So let us know. Last bit of housekeeping is we got uh, also a nice review um, on this um, thing called Podchaser, which I had not heard of before. Um, but it's like some kind of platform for like people you can like find podcasts you like. And there's like all this stuff and you can write reviews on there. And um uh, there was uh, someone that wrote a review and then uh, tweeted us to let us know that he reviewed us. It was really sweet. And he said that it was a really well-recorded and fun F1 podcast. The hosts are entertaining and engaging. You won't be disappointed adding this to your podcast rotation. I can't agree more. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> Dean Warwick. So thanks, Dean. Yeah. Thank you, Dean. That was very nice. We really, really appreciate it. And it's a reminder to the rest of you lazy asses who haven't done this. <laughs> Uh, to <laughs> there. That's right. I just, I just turn on a dime like that from like, thank you, Dean. We love you too. The rest of you suck. <laughs> you know, oh, it's been a Monday, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the carrot and the stick. You know, <laughs> it's the you gotta. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to compel the rest of you <laughs> to want to get that kind of nice praise and adulation from us by writing us a review on um, all the different platforms, wherever you're listening to this. Um, every platform lets you either write a review or give a five-star review or whatever. So I did it. see that you can <laughs> now star podcasts on Spotify, which is an oh, exciting Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Something else you guys can do. Really easy. Sounds pretty simple to me. <laughs> I think you can handle it. You know, come on, come on. Right now, while you're listening, you can even you could even do it right now. You could even do it right this moment. It's not driving you know, enough while, while, here. Yeah. No, no, that's 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 much harder. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm led to believe. So we're told. <laughs> so we're told. So um, anyway, I think that's it for housekeeping. Um, thank you guys for all the nice yeah. feedback. You know, super early still in all this. So it's really nice to get. Uh, positive feedback if anyone has negative feedback though let us know that too whatever we're open to hearing it so um all right i think we'll talk i think we should talk about some of the more smaller yeah issues before we get to into the, to the main one we um, wanted to, to discuss yeah, yeah the main thing that we want to discuss so for example um as you said earlier l toto despite being a uh, 
Eurocentric, oblivious, <laughs> rich white man <laughs> is is a man of his word, though. And uh, what what is it that happened recently that that caused you to feel that he's a man of his word? Uh, well, you know, he had said that he he's going to make sure that Grosjean gets his Merck test after all, mm-hmm. which is good. For people who don't know, um, uh, when um, when Roman Grosjean had his accident in Bahrain, and then, you know, that was kind really... Kind of the end of it. The end of his time, yeah, the end of his time in F1. Toto had said at the time that he didn't want his last time in an F1 car to be that, to be for that to be his uh, last experience in a Formula One car, which is actually super yeah. sweet. So he said, yeah, that he would um, that they would arrange for him to test the Mercedes. And so, you know, which I think this is all like I find this hilarious how it's just like this is like just for fun, basically. Yeah. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Yeah. And he was he was supposed to test at um, Paul Ricard last summer. Yeah. It it ended up not happening due to, I believe, believe COVID restrictions. Right. I think it was either COVID or it was that. Uh, he might have had an IndyCar race. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, he's obviously now it's a little bit harder for him to figure out scheduling because he's racing over here in the U.S. Uh, and oh, that actually reminds me that I did forget one bit of housekeeping. I forgot uh, the nice email we got from our listener, Kevin. Yeah. Big thanks to Kevin. Who mentioned, yeah, who mentioned that he was happy to hear that we were kind of interested in IndyCar. And uh, he says that he um, he told us he goes to the St. Pete's race and that it's um, really fun. And yeah, he encouraged us to check them out and to try to go to the support races if we could, if we're going to go to a race. So thank you, Kevin, for encouraging our IndyCar curiosity. Yes. He um, also, too, something interesting he said in this email was that um, depending on where what races you go to there are spec miata races and those are his favorite yeah that sounded really interesting yeah i would like to see that yes i love a Mazda miata i think they're really cute yeah they are really cute they're very cute like mazas are pretty nice in general i mean i'm biased because i actually i drive a mazda um cx5 not a miata sadly because, you know, I have, like, a child and all that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, groceries. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's... I mean, I could get him in the Miata, I guess, but... It, nah, It'd be it's, tight. Uh, it wouldn't be so... It wouldn't be so great. No, yeah. But, yeah, like, I think they're really nice cars. Like, we're actually planning on getting, like, another CX-5. <laughs> because we had this, like, old, 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 super old car for our other car that hasn't been used already since, like, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. But, um, yeah, they're really nice cars. I... I can't say anything negative about them, and the Miatas are super They're cute. super cute. So, yeah, thank you for that tip, um, Kevin. Yeah. And I would, yeah, I mean, I still don't know whether I'll be able to go to anything or not. We'll see, but I definitely want to check out the support races and things before, you know, not just to go not just to go the day of the race, if possible, to check out the other stuff. Yeah. So thanks for yeah, telling us yeah, about and that. And thanks, thanks for the great email, Kevin. We appreciate, yeah. appreciate, we appreciate the support. We appreciate it. <laughs> it's a new word. It's a, it's a combination of so and appreciate. Yes. See, that's what you did there. That's exactly It's what a I portmanteau did. when you combine words to make a new word. So there, I've taught you all. Yes, something. and did you did you know <laughs> that portmanteau is the French word for trench coat? I did not know that. Fun fact. <laughs> Wait, why why is it that doesn't that's kind of weird, isn't it? Like why why trench coat? Why is that? And now I'm questioning myself, but I I, I just have a very vivid memory of learning that in like my seventh grade French class. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna. I also took French. 
going to check this right now. I should. <laughs> yeah, you you check that out. You go you go ahead. I will uh, get back to uh, Roman Grosjean driving the Mercedes. You check on that, and then uh, you let I us know. I should know this but... because I did a whole degree <laughs> in a French language. Oh, oh, honey. <laughs> well, you know that was a while. Oh back no, it's and, suitcase. You know, Sorry. Uh-huh. I was like, there is definitely, it's something. I have this very vivid memory of. Maybe it's, I think it could be just Manto without the Maybe port. That's Maybe that's trench coat because that sounds sort of, yeah. See, I have, where did I pull that out of? I haven't taken French I just in, have this, I don't know how like, many years. very vivid memory of this like super 80s, <laughs> 90s textbook. And it was called well, Discovering okay. French. Oh. And like that. Well, your vivid memory though was wrong. It was wrong. So. <laughs> So I guess it wasn't that vivid. No, I guess not. But or partially, partially, partially vivid. vivid. So, uh, so yeah, I think this is cool. Like, I hope that they. I'm sure there'll be like a video, uh, and of course, this will be the. If anyone doesn't know how this works, it would be like the. Well, actually, I don't know which Mercedes they would. It be, would it be last year's or would it be? It'd be one this of the year's. Previous it'd, ones, be, it'd be like FP one. Oh, would it? So it would actually be this year's. Yeah. See, that's less fun for him. <laughs> That's all I've been able to think about is that the, a lot of the struggles with Mercedes. So now I'm like, oh, he could have he could have done this in a, in a m- better car. But that's OK. It's still a Formula One car. I mean, you know, it's like the very few people ever get to drive a Formula One yeah, car to begin be with. Fine. So, I yeah, I think he'll be he'll be happy to to have the experience again. And yeah. to, he's probably going to be in, in quite a lot of pain because. The, I don't think the G-forces aren't as uh, strong in Indy cars, I believe. No, they are not. Um, um, so, his, yeah. his neck. They're not. He'll need some ice. Yeah, he's going to be in some pain. He's going to be in some pain. I mean, I remember seeing when, I don't know if you ever saw the video of when Pato Award uh, yeah. tested with McLaren at the end of uh, last season. And uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, by the end, I was like, I, I can't hold my head up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, this is... Because it's just insane. I mean, even I mean, when Kevin Magnuson came back, like he was like, "This is like rough." Yeah, he's doing <laughs> you know, great though. Can, he, I love K Mag. Yeah, he is. He is still. Yeah, he's. I guess you get up to like speed quickly in the sense that like it takes you know a few races and then you're kind of and as long as you start you know hardcore doing the neck training like right away and whatever you you can you can um, you can you can get back there. But yeah, it's uh, like he. That's why he's got like that tape on a lot of the time mm-hmm. or the whatever which is a wh- <laughs> which i have heard a lot of people be like oh there's this tape okay cool so like i could drive a formula one car and it'll be no. fine i'm like no i don't no. think so <laughs> no i mean that's just a fun thing <laughs> no it's just a fun idea like oh just tape me up i'm good to go <laughs> I'll okay be fine. so yeah, not no. not to bring it back to the french uh, thing but i do want mm. to just offer a quick correction i was wrong you were right it is okay. just monto and it means cape slash cloak uh-huh. so i was i was like why am i thinking portmanteau and trench <laughs> very close but forget the port well, it's, part it's close yeah yeah wow so actually port is door i think that maybe French. yeah so actually portmanteau is a portmanteau correct yes oh my god that's so cool though it is like the Same word describing cool. the thing is actually the thing that's cool. Thing That's cool. Words are cool. I, I like linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'll be looking forward to seeing how that goes. And, uh, you know, he'll probably enjoy it, I imagine. Yeah. 
but great. Uh, hopefully won't be in too much pain, but he can handle it hopefully. <laughs> and uh, that should be cool. Something to look out for in the future. The other thing I just wanted to touch on before we get to like kind of our main topic today is that there's been, <laughs> uh, well, I guess it's only been like two stories, but there's just, there's been these like ridiculous stories lately of like former F1 drivers saying stupid things about, in this case, Lewis Hamilton, but this is a thing that happens a lot in general, yeah. I feel like, and it's, it's very obnoxious. It's like, uh, yeah, I did this thing many years ago. And in the case of like, there was this, there was a story about where Mika Hakkinen was talking about him. So in Kiss case, he did it very well. In the case of this other guy, I was like, who, who are you? <laughs> I've never heard of you. Um, never heard of you. I had to, I had to Google him. What is his name again? It's, uh, I'm Mark trying Sir? to look at it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like in his illustrious Formula One career, he got a grand total of something like 17 points. Uh, no victories, no polls, no, um, yeah. It's more so, than uh, um, Yoss for Stappen, so. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I think. Oh, snap. I hope that's true. I, I hope think that's it's true. true. I do think it is true. Yeah. Yes. Although okay, I. So this guy, well, maybe I should look at this guy as quite as an authority things about then. the French language, so. <laughs> right, true. <laughs> So if people haven't seen these, I'll put links, of course. But um, this uh, sure Ooh, guy, I so, assume you say his name. Okay, I just looked it up. I'm sorry. All right, what's, to what's the story? You. So Yas Verstappen had a total of 17 points. So the same. <gasps> the same. Yes, the same. but okay. zero wins okay. and two podiums. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. I don't think this guy even had any podiums. I don't remember anymore, but I will, uh, I'll put a link. You guys can look him up. The, the point is, uh, of course, someone can talk about something and give their opinion, actually, even if they've not themselves had great success in the sport. Right. Like that's, we're just, you know, I mean, we're, ju we're just being, uh, yeah. Uh, but, but it's like, it's like, why, why does this have to be written about at all? Like, why does it, why does, because they said, a, you know, person says a thing. And, and then it becomes like a story. Like Mika Hakkinen, I understand, I guess, given that he's a multiple world champion yeah. and, uh, you know, very well respected and all that. Uh, although even there, it's like, how is this, how, how is this relevant or I, interesting saying that, that I think like, cause he was like, he's like, I bet Hamilton's whining and upset in the debriefs and like all this kind of thing. And I'm like, do you even know him personally? Well, like, why are you saying these things? Here's my thing about this. is like, obviously people can have their own opinions and whatever. And I feel like, you know, in a situation like that, maybe an ex-F1 driver, they just kind of shoot the shit and that's, they say stuff like that, right? What I don't like is outlets like this picking it up and making it something that it's not mm -hmm. you know like yeah. I, I really don't think I mean that's that's deal. the part that I take issue with yeah that's and the part that I take issue you know, with the British I don't care that people say things is yeah weird and they always love to pick up things and make it like such a larger issue than it actually is and there's always and obviously American media has its problems too this is not a problem <laughs> isolated to Britain but you know. But like again, in in the way that we compare F one to other sports a lot of the time and find them to be not comparable, can you think of like is this? I feel like I haven't read anything like this ever about like a baseball player or a football player where like they talk to ex players about what might be going on with this person or his team or his level of play this year, this season or whatever, and have made a story about just about that. Like I 
I feel like I, right. I haven't really seen that. Have you? Maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe it's no, out there. I, I haven't really seen it either. Yeah. I, you know, if any listener has some examples, please send them our way. Um, yeah. But it will. It I just, think there's me, not. It's like, it's I have once a feeling again, there's not. It's once again, it's who's the target? It's Lewis. What makes Lewis different besides the fact that he's like the greatest driver ever? He's black. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Shocking. British people being racist. There's probably been things like this about other drivers, too. And and I I, I don't think it should happen really about anyone. It's like if you're going to write a story like this that could actually offer some kind of insight and, you know, something new and different that people because, of course, people who have themselves race enough one can offer insights that people who haven't cannot obviously yeah, like that absolutely. goes without saying that's true in every sport that's why you have always on commentary teams or on things you know people who are ex-athletes of the sport themselves because they can offer an insight from the insider perspective but it's like in this case they're not talking about like well here's what I would have been doing or this is what I think that or, or like you know this reminds me of the time that something like this happened to me and here's how I handled it they're specifically putting words in Lewis's mouth you know saying how he's feeling and what he's doing and how he's you know how he's viewing things when they have no knowledge of whether that's how he act like if this I, it would be one thing if there was some if this was someone who was actually like a close friend you know who even in the stupid like when you read like celebrity gossip and news for example which doesn't necessarily which also isn't often of course true or whatever but like they will say even there they will say like a source close to the whoever or like someone you know where you're supposed to understand that this means that it's a person who maybe at least knows this like celebrity in question let's Mm -hmm. say somehow or they're a friend of a friend or they're you know maybe some like they're somehow in their circle to some degree that they would know this information right this is not the case here not the case (laughs) like these people are not hanging out with lewis they're not friends of his they're not coworkers. they're not whatever you know Mm -hmm. it's it's just silly it doesn't offer anything it doesn't silly it's it's just like it's like high school gossip you know like it's like (laughs) it's like this is not serious stuff like isn't there anything else to write about you know I mean that's that's, honestly I think sometimes though like when there's no race like they're really grasping at straws (laughs) yeah that's true that's true but there's there's like there are things that could be written about it's just that like here's my issue with a lot of you know uh, journalism around F1 and journalism is a, is doing a lot of heavy lifting there, that word. Um, so maybe that's not the right term. Uh, let's say, you know, commentary and gossip and such things would be more accurate usually for most stuff. Because again, if people like people may not understand this, but like actual journalism is like you have to talk to like a lot of sources, look into things yourself. You can't just like take people's word for it. Source, you know, et cetera, trust et cetera. Me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly or like you know source mika hakkinen thinks this is what you know i mean that's not hey yes, I, there's I a place overheard mika hakkinen or who i thought was mika hakkinen on the phone <laughs> this is what he said <laughs> he was standing like 25 feet away from me yeah yeah but he yeah. thinks and it's like he <laughs> thinks that roman grosjean shouldn't be an f1 mm. I don't know. I just that was just well. He's a little first thing that came on top of my he's head. He's late on that yeah. one. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, Mika's getting older, and perhaps he was a little confused that day. 
Um, so uh, that that might explain that. But yeah, it's just it's it's like so unnecessary. And it's um, of course, it's an easy thing to write about and make into a story. This person said this again. This is like it's, it's very real housewives. Like there are positive uh, funny, good things, I guess you could say about it being like the Real Housewives, which are funny and, you know, and yeah. we're OK with. But like stuff like this is like, who who is this benefiting? I mean, people do lap this stuff up, I guess, though. Like, let's be yeah. honest. They they get angry about it. Then on social media, I posted about it or whatever. I didn't say anything that bad about like Mika or this other guy. So I'm not like out for their heads just because I'm a Lewis fan. But I would I would feel like it was icky no matter who it was even if it wasn't lewis they were talking about if it was someone else but it does happen a lot with lewis as we've been saying yeah i wonder why it's yeah i can't i can't work it out (laughs) can't put my finger on it have the faintest idea no none none um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like when things are things are so often directed at Lewis that it's like this is why people I think sometimes people don't understand that, um, you know, they, they, they think that people who are fans of Lewis's are often like overreacting or that, you know, like taking things too seriously or but it's really even if that does sometimes happen, it's because of the fact that there's so much stuff directed at him and so much undue criticism of him often and and all that sort of thing like i mean even the stuff this guy said the uh, mr no name who um i will just call him that <laughs> was like was that was that hamilton's been like spoiled by having you know perfect cars which first of all they weren't all perfect but uh but it's again it's part of this whole narrative that lewis has only won so much because he's had the best car it's like similar right. it's it's part of that narrative which is just that just, just does not hold up, but it makes people like feel better or something. To right. Yeah, I, <laughs> to I say that I don't get it. <laughs> like that's all I have to say. About it. I mean, I get I I could I'm I'm here to say that I do get it, and I can I, I think that a lot of the time I'm just gonna be honest. I think that oftentimes it, it's jealousy. Like I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, maybe. I think that it would be strange. If people weren't jealous of Lewis, I mean, it's human nature. I mean, if I were a racing driver, I'd probably be jealous of him. I'd be like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> there's there's a more positive spin you could put on it and say someone that maybe you like look up to and want to be more like and it doesn't have to be jealousy. But I think a lot of the time that is what it is, because, you know, if you've had um, not such an illustrious career like Mr. No Name which is what his official name is now. Because, <laughs> you know, Mika Hakkinen, people know who he is. Yeah, this guy, very mm, famous. Not so much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not so much. Uh, and yet, again, like anyone can get a story written about any dumb thing they say uh, when it's about Lewis or probably any of the other drivers on the grid, or but especially about Lewis. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I don't think that's even true that he's like been spoiled, quote unquote, by having good cars. I have heard this from other people. I have heard other people saying that, like, well, you know, like saying that the reason they think George is doing so well is partially because uh, be- even though the car is not great yet and not where it should be, is that George, you know, hauled the Williams around the track for three years. So he's used to trying to make the most out of a bad situation and I no. don't know. Do you think there's any truth in no. that? No. I just think that George is a very good driver, first of all. Two, I think that in the last race specifically, Lewis had bad luck and George had good luck. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, think that's that universally I, that's acknowledged, I think. really what happened. Um, I think that George is a good driver, and he deserves credit for that. I don't believe it's because yeah. he was hauling Williams around. They're different cars. <laughs> they're, we already said yeah. this. They're different cars. Yeah. Straight up different regulations. Yeah, I mean, if that, if that argument was true, then Lewis should be doing way worse than George, right? Because he's had these perfect cars, right. right? He should be doing so much worse, right? Because he's had these perfect cars and he doesn't know how to drive a car that's less than perfect. Right. Then he, George should be blowing him right. away, right? No, but he's not, so. No, and he's not. I, yeah, I I think that. that oh, it's just silly. Is, it's quite yeah, silly. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Like if you're, you know, I, I think most people who are fans of Formula One or motorsport in general don't necessarily I mean probably you know a lot of people don't read necessarily this kind of stuff or don't pay attention to this kind of stuff anyway so it's it's a moot point in that case but it's but I I I like encourage people to try to like pay less attention to this sort of thing or to not even like engage with it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like don't open the link you can look at the headline or something if someone posts something somewhere and be like okay that's dumb and I'm not gonna give it any further attention because especially with online media which is what everything is now is mostly all online like it's all these sites have advertising the more clicks they get the more they can charge for their ads so don't give them any clicks (laughs) I guess is uh what I'm saying you know, if, if at all possible, um, because, you know, that that sends a message. So so that's that. And um, I think now we should get on to our main yes. topic that we want to discuss. So I hear there's going to be a race in Miami. <laughs> yeah, here. True. <laughs> I have never. I didn't know that. It's on the calendar for this year. Yeah, it's in, it's in like, what, five weeks or something? It's like soon. Yeah, it's May 6th through May 8th. Uh, okay, yeah, so it's super soon. Super soon. Yeah, so of course, you know, joking, obviously we knew about Miami, um, and I'm sure everyone knows about Miami because it infamously sold out Wait. in like three seconds. Oh. And Although they've been like putting tickets back on sale or something I've seen but they're like at these like even more outrageous I prices. I wonder if it's like official resale. Yeah, I, it, it is official, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I've seen it in, on like official channels. So it is. A, but yeah, it's like there it's it's even more. Do you know ridiculous. what I'm most excited for? Like what's that? Every team's really terrible graphic design, self-promotion, <laughs> whatever of like some really bad Miami Vice thing <laughs> in in honor of the Miami GP. Like you just know, I am, I'm so excited. Just for that. know, Alpha Tauri is going to do some Yuki and Pierre, Miami Vice white <laughs> suit, teal and oh pink my God. shirt combo. <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears. I, oh, okay, I, I'm willing I, to put. If money that doesn't in happen, I will riot. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I yeah, will be, we'll be so pissed your Mazda off. Mazda CX3 all the way down to Miami. We're showing up. CX5, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. There was actually a CX3. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) There didn't used to be. Anyway, for the Mazda owners, hello. Um, (laughs) CX3s are also fine. Not dissing you if you have a CX3. Um, It's just, it's only a teeny bit smaller. Um, And uh, so, yeah, like if that doesn't happen, I I will be severely upset because that would be a missed opportunity. Oh, especially Alpha Tauri. And the the playlist is going to be like all Drake. (laughs) I can't wait. And I'm trying to think of like. That part I can't wait for. Yeah. Like 
the merch drops are gonna be like ridiculous. There's gonna be like these like I saw like Williams was already like uh, uh, like teasing theirs. They've got like this picture of like Alex and Nikki laying there on these like Miami towels I, in I their full like race that. suits. I, I thought that was cr- I thought that yeah, was yeah I did too. No, that that's cute. It is creative. It is creative. It's cute. They're actually I'm actually proud of Williams. I feel like they're doing a better job this year with all that stuff. Yeah, they hired some Gen Z. Yeah, I think they must have. They're they're doing a better job. They're stepping it up a notch. That yeah. So that, I thought that was cute. But yeah, like there's you just know it's gonna be like. All the Miami merch is going to be, you know, uh, although a lot of it will probably be boring and sucky as per usual. As per um, usual. A topic for another day. Yeah. yeah. We could have a whole conversation <laughs> yeah. about that. Uh, a whole conversation about that for sure. Um, but yeah, but what we really wanted to talk about is basically this issue of the fact that a lot of people, you know, may not know about this, probably still don't know about this and hopefully if this is new information for some of you, we hope that you share yeah. it with other people and talk about it with them, et cetera, is that, you know, I didn't even know when Miami was first announced. I thought that it was where it was taking place. I assumed that it was like a suburb of Miami, which so, it is, but I didn't realize that it was. I think just for context, I think that we should explain this a little bit. So Miami sure. itself, if you've ever been to Miami, is actually not very big. And this is this is a fairly common set up in a lot of cities in the United States. Like another one that comes to mind is Boston. Like the city of Boston itself is actually not that big. Like yeah, for example, tiny. Harvard, not actually in Boston. It's in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. So Miami is set up in a very similar way. There are a lot of cities that surround Miami. Often when you meet people from Miami area, they'll say they're from Miami-Dade County. Um, if they're really, mm-hmm. really hip and cool, they'll say they're from the 305 like 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 pitbull <laughs> mr 305 now mr worldwide <laughs> so yeah miami is fairly s- you've said too much you've said too <laughs> much cut off you're done you're done yeah <laughs> it's it's a fairly small city and so there's lots of suburbs that surround it so there's like miami beach miami gardens coral gables those mm-hmm. are just a few that came to mind there's tons yeah there's a bunch, yeah. And, and also, too. Yeah, and that's, that's right. It's like that in other U.S. Yes. cities, too. Same thing. Like, we'll, we'll say, like, you know, where I live is a suburb of Chicago. But if I go somewhere, I will probably tell people Chicago because no one's going to know the name of a suburb, you know, for example. But, of course, people know Chicago. Right. So I would, you know, it's easier to but say But I that. will say the actual city um, of Chicago is fairly large compared to, uh, compared it is, to that's the true. city it is of, different. like, Miami. It's uh, fairly yeah. small. Yeah. It is. It is big. Yeah. Um. True. And then also, to another important point, I think, about this is that most U.S. sports stadiums are not actually in the city that they say they're from. Um, mm-hmm. Miami uh, Hard Rock Stadium is in Miami Gardens. Um, going back to Boston, Foxborough, or excuse me, Gillette Stadium is in Foxborough, Massachusetts, not Boston. Okay, yeah. Et cetera. Take your pick. In Chicago, though, they're all yeah, in the city. That's, it's and uh, yeah, we're we're so well because again, because Chicago is pretty yeah. big, and it, it's the same. It's the same for other like large, large cities, like New York, older cities like New York. Yeah, exactly. New York, you know, the stadiums are all. They're not in Manhattan, obviously. Baseball, but they're baseball in the other boroughs. Is in Manhattan, or no? I'm sorry, they're not. The, oh, right. No, they're no, they're they're yeah. It's, I actually it's, I have no idea where the Mets play, but the Yankees <laughs> play in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry to any Mets fans. Sorry to any Mets fans. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're in one of the boroughs. In, yeah. Maybe it's Queens. It could be. Maybe it's Brooklyn. I don't know. But football, it takes um, place in New Jersey. Anyway, yeah. so the Hard Rock yeah. Stadium is in this suburb of Miami or other city in Miami-Dade County called Miami Gardens. Yep. And it is um, majority, well, the thing that is um, going to be important to realize is that this is a majority uh, black uh, city. Miami Gardens, in fact, is um, the largest uh, majority black city in all of Florida. As far as the people that live there who aren't black, a lot of them are Afro-Latino or, um, you know, um, Cuban or other or Dominican or other. So there's a basically it's mostly non-white people. Yeah. And and uh, and it's majority black, um, I think up to I think like something like 70 percent or more, which, you know, again, this is another thing that's like very common, sadly, yeah. in the U.S. There's, you know, massive housing segregation basically almost everywhere in the U.S. in terms of that, you know, white people live over here. Black people yes. live over here. You know, Latino people live over here, et cetera, et cetera. Asian people live over here. There are obviously some areas where there's like a good mix in diversity, but it's more the exception rather yes. than the norm, and unfortunately. Just to um, confirm what you said, I'm looking at the article right here. So according to this article, it does state that more than 70% of Miami Gardens population is black. Yeah, there you go. And also, too, to add to that, if you are interested in learning more about segregation in the United States, I would encourage you to research redlining, which yeah. is a housing yeah. discrimination practice that you know legally took place up until like 1967 and still kind of unofficially takes place often. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it, it, its effects, unfortunately, are still being felt today. I mean, because that's how, it's not just an accident, you know, that, that people... Um, that people of a, a certain race or ethnicity are all living in, you know, this one area, and the white people are living over here. And it's not an accident yeah. that the white area is the area that gets, you know, the nicer stores and more investment and the nicer parks and bike trails and this sort of thing. And it's it's not. This is all not a coincidence. It, no. It's not like you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's important for people to understand that that it's not just like oh well the business is just you know, acting in their own self-interest. So they don't want to put their business in this neighborhood where people won't go to the, you know, don't have the money to shop at the business. Well, why, why did it, why is it like right. that though? Is what you have to look at. You have to go far back enough to understand why it's like that. It didn't, nobody wants to live in a neighborhood that is, you know, poorly serviced yeah. by, by retail, by public transportation, by city development, whatever the case may be. Like no one's like, yay, I want to live there. <laughs> people end up there for a reason and it's because of a lot of these historical factors um like redlining and just mass discrimination in general and, and uh, black people for many years not being able to even uh buy property to acquire mortgages to you know people had to there's a whole history um which i can i can put some links if people are interested in reading more about it but there's there's a lot to it but basically the situation is that Miami Gardens is such an area where yeah. it's again a majority black area and and what happens is these are the areas in cities that get all that they get the the stadium the petrochemical plant the this the that all the things that people don't want the white people don't want in the areas where they live correct <laughs> because nobody wants uh, to deal with uh, even you know something like a stadium which you know you would think is like a good thing it's it, it creates a lot of you know there's a lot of traffic there's a lot of it's you know it, it's not and the actually best. here's <laughs> a great example of what you're just trying to illustrate so in Chicago where we're from 
there are two baseball teams. There are the Chicago Cubs. They play on the north side of the city. There are the Chicago White Sox, which play on the south side of the city. The north side historically is white, rich, affluent, etc. South side historically the opposite. Yep. And, you know, that's to say that you cannot you can be a fan of whatever baseball team that you want. That's not really the point. The point is, is that currently the Cubs are only allowed to have a handful of night games. Um, and that is because the Neighborhood Association of Wrigleyville does not allow them to. They've basically mm-hmm. put up enough of a stink saying that having night games would disrupt their environment, that the Cubs are not allowed to do that. Yep. While Meanwhile, the mm-hmm. Sox have night games all the time. Whatever regular amount what, yes, you know, that whatever, other teams yes, have. Yes, whatever the yeah. kind of average amount of night games are. Mm-hmm. And guess where Comiskey Sox Park is located? On the south side, in the yeah. middle of a neighborhood where people live, people have children. Thank you for still calling it that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's always Comiskey. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Like, although people, I guess people were calling it the, the cell, cell for a yeah. while, right? Because they were, that was like a thing. But I'm like, no, I'm not calling it that. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and why, this is actually, I'm I actually, it's a White Sox household in my house, actually. So I'm, I have strong feelings. This is also um, a White but, Sox household. Uh, excellent. excellent. High five. High five. Um, I think every time, every time we we um, do the podcast or we talk, I find a new reason to like you. <laughs> Me too. And then there's another one right there. Oh, oh. Yes. Group you know, I, I did just say that um, it doesn't really matter what you know baseball team you like, but it kind of does. It, mat- it matters, matters a little. little. Oh, we have lots of Cubs fans oh, in our yeah. family. Always uh, too, and oh, I mean everyone yeah. does, right? You know. What, what can, can you do? do? You have to yeah. love them anyway. You, you <laughs> yeah, we love you. Even if you're a Cubs fan, we think you've made poor choices in life. However, we still yeah. like you um, if you're a nice, yeah. good person. Et cetera, and all et that. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that is a perfect example. So you can see within even, you know, so you could see how the white community, the, the more affluent white community is able to pressure the sports organization or the whatever the case may be to to basically to bend to their whims. They, yeah. they have uh, power and pressure to do that. They're, I don't know if anyone's even ever wanted to try uh, where the White Sox play on the South Side, but I feel like it probably wouldn't be as successful. It most likely wouldn't be. Oh, it because most likely would have not less. Be. Yeah, it would not. It would not. And so what the Miami Gardens residents are facing um, it, with with the Grand Prix, you know, imminently arriving there, is that uh, they they are facing a situation where they they don't want this race there basically, and I I feel like w- that there has been some news of this, but there hasn't been other than in um, the Miami Herald, which is of course located in Miami and has some you know detailed reporting on this that I'll link to for you guys. Uh, where I've seen it covered in other places, they've just sort of said that well residents are complaining that uh there's a lawsuit basically they've Mm -hmm. they've sued to try to um to try to prevent i mean the race is going to go forward yeah i don't see how the race is possible you know it's possible that the court case won't be settled but that the race would probably still go forward uh but the the, but they do have f1 has a it's a 10-year contract yeah that they signed with which to me is first of all insane by the way like i don't understand that 10 years like what if it's not going well yeah what if it's now you're stuck for 10 years i i don't know i don't know they must Whatever, um, I, maybe there must be. Maybe there's some and way to I'm, get out of I'm it. I'm personally not optimistic about this race. I'm really not either. Yeah, no. I mean, especially with all this, given what what 
what's going on. And so basically, again, what these residents are saying is not that, you know, it, like I've seen this covered where a lot of people think it's like, you know, elderly people think of Florida as like a place for elderly white people. And there are a lot of elderly there white people are in Florida. plenty of elderly white people. Yeah, but not in this area. This particular area is Hardly a you know, diverse, quiet, like, bedroom yes. community. Or Miami and they in general. Do not, and I, yeah, and I completely understand them not wanting this in their community because it's not just an issue of the noise, which is what they're having to focus on to try to, like, make the case that it could be, like, actually damaging to people, the level of noise, because, you know, F1 cars are really loud. And But it's not It's not just that. It's like, just think, think about all the people that are going to be descending on this event. It's just going to be nightmarish yeah. for these people in this community to deal with this. You know, because this isn't going to be like like people that live, again, like what we were talking about, like the uh, baseball stadiums, for example, in our city, Chicago, like there, that happens, uh, you know, people that live in the uh, area of Wrigley Field or in the area of where the White Sox play for, are used to having a lot of people. But multiple that, but times that's a like week. habitual for them. Yeah, it's multiple times a week over the course of a very long season. And there are so many baseball games that it's kind of like, oh, yeah. it's over, we're out. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a huge deal. This is going to be a this is going to be a multi day, as everyone knows. It's not just the the one day of the race. There's all the support races. There's all the there's the, the all the practices, all the everything. There's going to be things probably going on. There's there's sure to be. I'm sure there's going to be you know, musical entertainment and stuff like oh, there is yeah. often at these, you know, there's going to be concerts and all this. I mean, this is the inaugural Miami race. It's going to be a huge to do. And I can understand that people are excited about it. But I would really ask people to think about the plight of these residents who are, are just asking to not be constantly stepped on the way that they always have been. You know, like, for example, I wouldn't be surprised if people in this area probably didn't want the stadium even built there. But did, did that stop it from being built there? No. no. I mean, that's how it always goes. When you live in a more disadvantaged area that doesn't have, you know, a lot of political power, or, you know, clout, whatever the whatever, however you want to refer to it. And it's it's um, it's just really sad. Yeah. It's this is like I feel like this is like a perfect encapsulation of what we were talking about earlier, how like both Real Housewives and <laughs> Formula One are completely out of touch with, you know, any reality. kind of uh, reality. Exactly. Like this is just such a perfect encapsulation of that. You know, these these extremely rich people, because anyone who's going to this race is is going to be. Uh, what was this? Ticket uh, was a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, and if you think about someone traveling to it. You know, then it's it's right. even more money, and a lot of people will be traveling well, to it from somewhere else. And you know what? Else. Too is I just find very upsetting about this whole thing is that it's just like another example. It's once again a sporting event that is for rich people, for rich white people, at the expense of a low lower income black and brown community. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is you know, which is so typical. Like it's this is this is something that happens over and over and over. And I'm just disappointed. Yeah. It's exciting and cool that F1 is growing yeah. in the U.S. and that there's more races and all this. But but at what co but at this cost, like I don't want yeah. it. You know, like the, the, they didn't have to have the race there. No. There could have maybe there could have been like somebody was telling me that there's uh, this other track in um, Florida that. Uh, yeah, or or there's this. I think there's some other one that like NASCAR uses, and of course F1 can't race on an oval, but then they do have a non-oval track that's part of that. Mm -hmm. You know how like often tracks will have they'll have like both, 
you know, kind of both options um, available oh for different kinds I, of racing. Could you imagine? Obviously, it's an oval, so it couldn't happen. But if there was an F one race at Daytona, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, they can't. They cannot race at an oval. That would be like people yeah. would die. Um, that wouldn't work. But but yeah no that, I mean if if only yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be neat but um but yeah but it's it's this is it's just so emblematic of so many things that are so 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 deeply wrong with this sport and you know frankly with all sports mm-hmm. to some degree um, but but especially I feel like with F one and it's a difficult thing I mean for me personally I know for like I'm sure you feel that way too I'll, like it's sometimes it's a little bit hard to you know you're you know a fan and you love it but it's like you feel like kind of morally compromised yeah and you know and, so, and supporting and, and, and all too, this i just i just hope that people will listen to the people that li- live in this community they're the ones that ultimately have to live with this nuisance in their lives i mean i get to wake up in the morning have a cup of coffee and turn on the tv and watch it right they're yeah. the ones that have to live through this week two weeks really yeah yeah, and again, it's not. It's about so much more than just the week. It's like the when you're a person that lives in one of these communities, you're constantly kind of being given the message that you know you don't matter, your concerns right. don't matter, your needs and wants don't matter. Um, if this was a, a affluent white community, this race wouldn't no. be happening. And you either. have to have you it have just to have buy-in from the community. You can't just do things. You know, if this if this was a community that really wanted this race because they felt like it was going mm-hmm. to do xyz then awesome more power to them but this is very clearly something that they don't want and have made known that they don't want yeah and so i mean and i i didn't even realize like when i read this article that they this uh this lawsuit is their current attempt to try to stop this but they uh previously tried uh a different they had a federal another lawsuit before this one yeah it was a federal one that was um trying to go along the civil rights route basically which is kind of you know i could see their point (laughs) <laughs> there but that didn't succeed and so then they filed another lawsuit locally in miami and now they're trying to go along uh these lines yes. of like that this will be damaging yes. to so people's this is health a, potentially yes, a and state so it's a circuit court yeah. um lawsuit and yeah. you know when i was reading this article something I, I two thoughts first i don't i don't foresee this affecting the race that's coming up um i think mm-hmm. that this is more of a fight for the future races that'll come after and I do think yeah, that's probably that's what it seems like. the better route that they should take because, you know, you do want to have the time to do like the proper discovery and evidence gathering. Yeah, um, that's totally. Super totally. important. There are rules to be followed to make it legit and stuff. Yeah. For people who don't know, Elle would know <laughs> she works in the legal I do field. Work in the legal industry. Yeah. Um, credibility so. is incredibly important in that realm Um, but something that really bothered me i will say was that the attorney for the hard rock stadium said that she that bothered me too like i know what you're gonna say very dismissive and like gaslighty yes she yes she said and i quote the noise the noise the noise related effects the residents are worried about quote unquote simply do not exist at other formula Mm -hmm. events formula one events around the world she also argued that it would be unfair to hold an emergency hearing before the judge allows time for discovery and depositions, a process, she said, which it would take at least three months. Now, this part is true. It's like, that fair. Part that fair. part is fair. But I also... But, but just but to, to dismiss to, their to dismiss concerns. concerns. And then say that, and it's like trying to wrap it up as of like, 
well, your concern yeah. is illegitimate and mine is more legitimate. And both can be again, true, like, right? Like, yeah, yes, absolutely. And then again, like we just said, like there in these other in these other places where F one races, uh, I am assuming that all those people want that race there, right? It's also and so perhaps they're willing to deal with whatever. First of, of all, a lot of races are not. In, held in like these like no. residential areas like that is not that is a, a, sort of a ridiculous Spa statement to make is in a freaking forest it, so yeah <laughs> like yeah so no one <laughs> no one's gonna be bothered by right. the noise other than people who are going to the track who are prepared for that they probably have headphones or whatever and then so then this so, attorney added the preparations are too far along to call it off if the oh, judge put a stop yeah, to the event she that, said it could result in a Three hundred million dollar economic loss. She then went on. Yeah, because that's, that's that's the, the important, important thing, thing obviously. She then went on to say, "Make no mistake, Judge. The tickets are sold. The track mm-hmm. is ninety five percent complete." She said, "The train has left the station," and that really yeah, pissed that me off. Yeah, that was the, the tra- that just that no, no, no. pissed me Until off Until the so event much, actually too. happens, there's always time to stop things. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. care if you're getting married. Until you put a ring on that finger, you can stop it. Yep. So. Yep. Yes, it, it it gets harder to do as you get closer, but train has not left the station until the train has left the station. No, the train has not left the station. I mean, it's ridiculous, honestly. It's patently ridiculous to to say that. To obviously, that's right. her job. She's you know, making an argument. Fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I get it. But it's yeah, it just feels awful. Like so, I I hope that so. What's going to happen now? You know, if people want to know, like, we're going to continue to follow this um, and um, update you guys on what's going on. But, um, yeah, it's most likely this race will go ahead because there's just not enough time to, like Azel was saying, with, um, you know, if they do decide to do, like, discovery and all this stuff that where they're going to try to figure out, you know, if if it's a valid uh, argument that it's a concern for people's health, et cetera, that's going to take time. There's not enough time, obviously, before. Yeah. There was Unfor- yeah unfortunately, you can't, that. you can't do discovery and depose everybody in that in two weeks. It would honestly, it'll probably yeah. even take more than three months. Like she said, um, if you were to do it properly, which they should, because I yeah. do think that this is a really important lawsuit. And I do think that they should take the time yeah. to, yeah. you know, follow the rules of evidence and, you know, do the depositions and build a really strong case because I I do think that there is a strong case here. Totally. So it's just, it's just something that, you know, like, well, like I said, we'll keep following this and we'll let you know what's going on um, when there's any new developments, because uh, while this race will go forward again, it's unknown whether if they can um, succeed in this, then, you know, the judge could say that I don't, you know, you have a 10 year contract too bad. Like, this is, you know, we have to, or, or or they'd have to figure out some way to do something. You know, the other thing that I wanted to quickly say before we start wrapping up is that, um, is that, you know, one of the things that would at least be like, you know, not that it would make it necessarily okay uh, to just be barging into this community like this who didn't ask for this and doesn't want it and has filed lawsuits against it saying they don't want it and are... You know, and I mean, really, like, if you look at these articles, too, like, some they had photos of some of the people at the protests about this, and it's just, like, it, it just made me so sad. Like, this woman was holding a sign saying, like, Formula One millions are health priceless. Yeah. 
you know, and then um, there are um, there are other really good signs like that. Um, you can see them in the articles. But anyway, the you know, like w- what happens a lot of the time is, for example, like when the Olympics like will come yeah. to a city or things like that, like that's also often a whole disaster for many neighborhoods and often for that city as a whole. <laughs> but something that they, it's a very but, nice. Way so to I, put I, maybe that, I but. shouldn't. It's not great. Maybe I shouldn't be holding it up as like some paragon of an example of something good. But like what a lot of the time they at least try to do is to try to they if they are going to come into, you know, have events in communities or things that they try, they'll like build things there that then will let that then will the community will be able to use after the fact, you know, for mm-hmm. example, or they have some kind of, you know, they try to, like, involve the community in some way, or they try to give back to the community, especially if it's a lower-income, you know, community. Or Formula One could do something yeah. here that would at least ameliorate the situation a bit, you know, that would... It's already... It's not great. It's already not like the residents don't want it, therefore it's... But, like, not that it's going to make them change their mind or going to make them feel great about it necessarily, but, like... Formula One could do something or the sponsor, you know, the people, uh, the promoters or sponsors, whoever could do something, at least could do various different things to at least like give something back to this community. Maybe, you know, invite some people from the community to come. I mean, these, yeah. these ticket prices yeah. are so outrageous. Like nobody, yeah, no one, no could, one, nobody from yeah, Miami no. Gardens, not nobody, but you know, many people from Miami Gardens probably can't afford to go to this yeah. race that's in their backyard. I mean, to say nothing of the whole probably greater Miami area. There's plenty on there's some plenty of wealthy people there that could afford it, but there's lots of people no, that yes. I bet would love they, to go. Like my f- Miami's a huge car and motorsport culture yeah. in Florida in general, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who would love to go who just cannot afford it. And and yeah, it would be a great Something gesture. I, just quickly to touch on is like I think that people also have this image of Miami that it's like this you know, it's like South Beach and it's glittery mm-hmm. and glam and glitzy. Mm-hmm. And that is true to an extent that is certainly a portion of Miami. But it's also an incredibly wonderful and diverse place that yeah. I don't feel like is really Super being diverse. represented in this no, portrayal of no, Miami. It's, no, it's, it's not. It, it's, it's not. And that's, again, like so typical of yeah, Formula One, I feel it's like. It's very white. It's a very white washed version yeah. of Miami, and that's that's not true like yeah. you know the largest cuban population in the united states is in miami um there's lots of other you know caribbean yeah dominican, dominican other all kinds of people from all various caribbean yeah. uh nations and all kinds of, yeah there's there's a large um, venezuelan population again there's you know, yeah tons tons and it's you know it, so it's like it's like at least tr- at least do yeah. something like at least try to like do something for the community like if you're going to come here against a lot of these people's wishes and and for something that you know nobody who actually lives here wants you know again just th- think how that must feel yeah. like this is like your home you live here and like all these rich people are going to show up and have this great party for a week and it has nothing to do with you and it's going to be a huge nightmare a huge um you know inconvenience a huge and it and it's and that's again emblematic of a lot of these people's lives you know this is not the first time is that in, they've been made to yes, feel like exactly. this monaco's in 3 weeks like go go have your party time in your rich person place yeah. you can wait i mean that's what a lot of people people of all saying that like miami's become, that that's like going to be the us monaco like, no. I'm like no you do you know how much money you have no. to have in your bank account to get a visa to move to monaco <laughs> Fi- at, right. at minimum yeah. $500,000 just sitting in your right, bank account right 
Yeah, yeah. To get a visa. Just gathering dust. Yeah, and of course that that Grand Prix is famously also yes. very expensive. Um, but I mean there are, I think there's some like lower cost options or whatever, but you still have to go to Monaco, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Again, if you're in Europe, less of an yeah. issue. But it's just something that we thought it was really important to talk about this. I don't feel like anyone's really talking no. about this. I'm also gonna put um a link in the show notes that I would encourage you guys to check out. Uh, was um, a great Twitter thread actually that uh, this uh, man wrote who lives in, I don't think he lives in Miami Gardens, but he lives in the area. And um, he's actually an attorney and he um, he had a lot of uh, really great insights that, you know, some of these things we've talked about already, but he had, he has like charts and graphs and other things. And he explains more um, yeah. about all this, uh, more stuff than, than we've covered even. So I'm going to put a link in. I would encourage yeah. everyone to check that out and read it. And, and, and more importantly, to share it with people, like talk to people about this in, you know, people, you know, who are also F1 fans or tell them about this because even if, even if the race goes forward for the next 10 years and then they're not successful and what at least would like people to be aware of this and aware of the fact that this is something that happens just continually over and over to these types of communities and no one really seems to care. Um, So we wanted to say that we we care. We hear you. And we hope that you, yeah. And we hope that you do too. Yeah. We hope that if you didn't know about this now that you do, that, um, that you know you'll um, you'll look upon the whole Miami Grand Prix a bit differently, perhaps um, as as we have to look differently upon so yeah. many of the Grand Prix. Well, <laughs> and you know, and also too, I I just <laughs> want to say a big thanks to Aaron Leibovitz, who's the um, you know on the byline, and yeah. the Miami Herald for doing really great work. You know, reporting this story. It's it's super important to to support local journalism, and this is why because super this important. story hasn't been picked up by major sports media no I've, I've seen it I've seen it like in other places mentioned you know just as a like but there's no again there's no detail there's no um the there's no context um because they they don't you know the, they're just interested in telling you that oh there's this lawsuit that might stop the this Grand Prix from happening and that's that's as far as they're willing or interested yeah. in going and there's obviously just so much more to it um, so, um, so yeah, this is why local journalism is important. Absolutely. Um, so, okay. We will, um, wrap up on that. Maybe not so cheerful <laughs> note, but that is okay because it's, life is not always cheerful. It's tweet of the week time though. So yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We got to do the tweet of the week. You're right. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So yeah, this week, let's see. Do you want to, do you want to tell the yes, people? Okay. Else? So our tweet of the week comes from Hector Rodriguez at Rocket Cheddar. Yeah. So I, I like it. that name, Rocket, Rocket Cheddar. Cheddar. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Hector interacts with us yes. all the time, actually, and he's yeah, super thank sweet. You, so shout out, Hector. He said, since they canceled the team principal parade in Miami, they should replace it with a safety car battle and add a Ferrari to the mix. I have to say, <laughs> I agree, but I want it to be like a Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift race. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I want like totally. three. Toyota Supras, <laughs> like pink, neon yellow, and purple. Yeah, with the lighting yeah. underneath. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, totally. Got like a Mitsubishi Evo. Yes. You got your, you know, whatever else they have in the. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen The Fast and the Furious, although I do happen to own several of them on DVD, I will admit. 
because they're uh, so fun. I don't even <laughs> want to call them a guilty pleasure because I'm not. I don't feel guilty about liking them. Yeah, I know. I, I don't feel guilty. No, I totally uh, the don't one feel where they're guilty. in Rio. Yeah, they're just incredible. So oh yeah, good. that was great. So good, so good. I mean, they're all. I did. We. I, I haven't seen the last like, however many. I don't know. But so at some point, I guess I dropped off because uh, I don't know. Well, also, you know, no one was going to theaters yeah. anymore, et cetera. So there was that. Of course, I guess there's other ways to see them. But um, yeah, I so yeah, thank you for that, Hector, because I would I would love to. That would be so cool. Like I yeah, I would also I would genuinely want to see like a real race. Yeah. Like then but this would also help us determine uh, which if they could actually use the safety cars, which safety car is the fastest. Maybe we could just go with that one then. It's the Merc. Although I hesitant to do anything to placate max Verstappen, so <laughs> maybe uh, we'll just <laughs> we'll make them all we'll, we'll which one's the slowest and then that's the one that maybe you and your mazda cx5 <laughs> yeah you're the next safety car believe me i've dreamt about this <laughs> i as 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 we've discussed i think yes. before on here we both want to drive the safety oh my God, car i would love to drive a safety and, car. oh my god be so amazing like i would not care i know they're back there being like the safety car is going too slow i'd be like i'm gonna go slow as I, i'm You're like i can go slower going. i can do this all day <laughs> totally i would like mess with them okay I, i'd get fired but you know yeah <laughs> it would uh it would, it would be fun to try um so thank you for that hector and yet yeah, uh, remember to um interact with us on twitter to have a chance to be featured as our future as a future tweet of the week um so our twitter of course is um at racing underscore incident and it's the same thing on instagram and again a reminder that if you want to email us for some longer form comments that don't yeah. fit on twitter or anywhere else you can send us an email at um, racing incident pod that's pod at gmail.com and i think that that yeah, might be I think it we, we for this everything. week um yay well we will um talk to you guys next time when we'll be talking about super Imola. excited super excited uh didn't really want to talk about it because we think previewing things yeah, is a bit I think silly it's silly because it hasn't happened yet i have no insight yeah. i am not a driver never have been never no. will be probably although <laughs> if somebody wants to pay to send me to racing school i'm all ears yeah i'm i'm also all um, for that sign, sign me, me up. up as well um, i'm ready future formula one champion i'm i <laughs> totally yeah totally we, we're, we're like you and i on a team we're just gonna like set the world yeah, on fire. racing racing incident tampax f1 totally that's right that's right that was gonna be so our main that's sponsor. Our title sponsor yeah our title sponsor is tampax to make all the guys really uncomfortable who are you know immature enough to be uncomfortable by the fact that some people have to use you know uh, products for when they get their period, which is very, very immature. Yeah, get over it. Seriously, if you're not a guy that can like go to the store and buy things for your significant other, if your significant other is someone who menstruates, then just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I there, I have a uh, lot of thoughts on yeah. it. I won't get into it because I feel like <laughs> it would turn into I would say some very inappropriate things. So basically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get over it. That's Get a yeah, get, get over, over it. it. It's okay. If we can buy condoms, you can buy those things, you know? I mean, come on. It's uh, it's not really that different. <laughs> so, all right. And on that on note, note uh, we, time to leave. on that note, we will uh, talk to you guys next week.
This has been Racing Incident. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We are an independent podcast made with love, and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and Ellen Nolly. It is produced by myself and Ellen, and editing and tech support is by Tim Rodriguez. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race.